go to infendo.com and join our Discord and ask us a question. We put the we in wiener. Infendo Radio is on now. We. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number, oh, Lord. I said I would get it right for a few weeks, and we're past a few. I think it's 703, but don't quote me on that. Um, Justin, how are you doing this evening? I am doing okay, as long as my 3D printer is still working. Um, yes, it is episode 703. Um, I would like to pimp the DisneyParkBench.com. I would like to, but as usual, I have fallen behind, so uh, nothing new to, to talk about, but I got stuff in the works. I just have to get the ambition to do it. Uh, understood. Ho- hopefully your uh, 3D printer doesn't turn into a park bench, too. Um, <laughs> stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, well, let's get right into it. Um, you know all the things about me, Infender.com, blah, 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 all that stuff. So uh, let's talk about the news. I feel like we haven't had a like a proper news episode, not because we haven't had an episode, but because there hasn't been any news in a while. And here we are with tons of news here today. So um, let's start with, I think, probably the less least exciting of the two <laughs> items that we have here today. Um, Super Mario Wonder has surpassed 4 million units sold in its first two weeks, uh, 4.3 units sold uh, that's pretty good. 4.3 million units. That, that bring, makes it the fastest selling um, Super Mario related title, which is obviously really good. Yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. That's, it's a really good huge. game. I, I can yeah. see. Oh, go ahead. I just said that's that's pretty huge. Considering, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, you know, the, the last couple 2D Mario games were not really big sellers. Yeah, I feel like this one is the... Like, no shade on, like, the new Super Mario Brothers series, but that one was definitely getting a little long in the tooth. I think people were just looking for a change. Um, and this is that, for sure. It, it feels fresh. It feels new. And, um, you know, Nintendo has been rewarded for that, clearly. You know, uh, 4.3 million units sold in two weeks. I don't see... Th- I, this is going to be one of Nintendo's, like, evergreen titles, I can tell. Like, you know, it, it's just going to be... For as long as the Switch is still a thing, until the Switch 2 comes out type of thing, I think that the this is just going to be a game that continues to sell. And if rumors are true from like last week, and the Switch Nintendo Switch account like transfers over, I think it'll sell even into the Switch 2's lifespan, because it's just that good. Yeah, I mean, well, well, uh, anybody who doesn't have a Switch but is interested in whatever the follow-up is, you know, if this... Uh ability to to play switch games on the new system is true then you know they've already got a game that they know is is awesome and familiar yeah it, yeah totally it would make so much sense and yeah you know this this game can continue to sell and sell and sell i can't remember the numbers on the new super mario brothers on the wii but i remember that being a pretty hot seller not and not like a what were the biggest sellers on the Wii? Do you do you even know? Was it like Wii Fit? De- is what probably what I, my guess would be. Definitely Mario Kart. Um, <clears throat> let me see here. Yeah. Best well, I'll I'll keep I'll keep vamping and talking about <laughs> Mario Wonder a little bit because there was a little bit of um, more stats that I guess Nintendo um, kind of sent over with this. It said that. Um, 
basically Super Mario titles tend to sell consistently over a long period of time. So they anticipate the title is going to be an appealing choice for customers during the holiday season. So yeah, like like kind of like we were just saying, it, I, I would not be surprised if by the end of the year it's a 10 million units sold type of thing, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's big. I have not played uh, nearly as much of it as I would like to. Um, part of it is because as much as this is a game that's easy to play in handheld mode, sometimes I feel like I'm missing out on, you know, like the the music and sounds and, and the talking flowers and all those things. So, you know, I, I try not to play it if I'm paying attention to something else. But uh, it, the music yeah. is definitely adds to it. And, and those talking flowers are funny. I, <laughs> I thought I was going to hate them at first, but like, no, they're great. I love them. Give them to me. Uh, so I got the list of top-selling Wii games, uh, going in order from best to least selling are uh, Wii Sports, which Duh. Was, yeah, pack-in title, so obviously, Mario Kart Wii, Wii Sports Resort, which kind of surprises me, uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, Wii Play, Wii Fit, Wii Fit Plus, uh, Super Smash Brothers yeah, Brawl, the, yeah. Super Mario Galaxy, and... Just Dance 3. One of these things is not like the others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th this list makes so much sense now thinking back to the Wii generation because all of those games that you – most of those games that you mentioned had like a pack-in of something. So I think Resort had like the the Plus or something like that, right? The Like the little dongle that you – the Wii Remote Plus. The, oh, yeah. Is that what it was called? Um, oh, God, I can't. Yeah, I, it was either the Wii Remote Plus or it was the the add-on. The I think it was the Wii Motion Plus add-on. Um, I think you're right, Wii Motion Remote Plus. the Wii Remote Plus came with Fling Smash, I think. Was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot of those games like Wii Play basically had like a, a remote that came with it or something like that. So, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. But, uh, yeah, no, well, going back to, I guess today's news of super mario wonder i i i don't see it selling uh stop selling anytime soon you know it's gonna just continue to sell through the season so um yeah exciting news for nintendo more exciting news from nintendo some exciting news for me quite frankly <laughs> um apparently miyamoto's been working for years on a um legend of zelda movie um so it's made uh, in conjunction with the same guy that did, I guess, like the Maze Runner um, series. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But that's what I was kind of reading into when I was looking at his Wikipedia. So, oh, the, um, the West, West Ball or whatever. I don't know anything about mm -hmm. the director. But uh, the co-producer is, uh, and I'm going to butcher this guy's name, Avi Arad, who is best known as the producer of pretty much all of the non-Disney Marvel movies. Um, oh, okay. So, so yeah, anything that came out from Marvel um, from before Iron Man 2 uh, had Evie Arad attached to it, and anything that came out um, not from Disney after that. So he's right, he's right. got a pretty he's got a pretty good track record. Um, he also produced the Uncharted movie for better or worse. I haven't seen it myself, so I've heard so so things about it. But sure, 
Yeah, I, I, I think that if Miyamoto and Nintendo are, are going to touch this in any way, we know that there's going to be at least some kind of quality to it. You know, they're not going to let anything go out the door that they don't approve of. So I'm actually really excited about this. I think it has the potential to be a like a Lord of the Rings-esque um, movie franchise where if the first one does good, there's a ton of other Legend of Zelda lore that they can pull from, you know? So I, I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, and I don't remember whether you mentioned this, but this is a live-action movie, which... Um, I didn't say that, but yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it's kind of what everybody wanted or was expecting or was rumored or you know whenever we get those fake trailers they're always live action um i've had a few of my friends say they'd rather it be animated i'm kind of you know at this point live action movies are about 98 percent animated anyway so sure <laughs> i mean you you that's watch so true you watch any marvel movie and pretty much the only thing that's real are the actors faces everything else is sometimes cgi and you know so like uh you know avatar yeah, yeah. Uh, i've heard avatar being listed as a uh as a live action movie i'm like there's like three minutes of live action in that whole movie <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, no, I um, I totally agree with you there. I didn't even think about it that way, but you're you're totally right. Like, how else are they going to make, like, the Bokoblins and everything else? You know, it's, it's going to be CGI yeah. for sure, you know? Like, there's going to be a actor and an probably an actress for Zelda, and then, like, what else? Like, you know, it's going to be a bunch of, like, CGI stuff, so. I just want to, I just want to see old-fashioned giant pig monster, you know, bipedal Ganon, show up at some point because uh i feel yeah. like we've drifted a little too far away from the the big monster ganon he's either you know the mm -hmm. humanoid ganondorf or he's the like the four-legged beast thing yeah i i hope that they can do something with the zelda story kind of like um this is going to be a, a walk so so hang on for me um i you know how like they rebooted Spider-Man like a million freaking different times and then when they rebooted it again with Tom Holland they didn't really do the same origin story like Uncle Ben died like they didn't really do the same thing I hope that they do something like that for Zelda because like we know the origin story of Zelda you know like the Link uh, I mean I guess do we? I don't know. Let's talk about timelines. <laughs> but anyways, you you know you get the you get my point. You know, we don't need a okay the Ganon it kidnaps the princess. You have to go save the princess. Oh, by the way, you have to go get eight MacGuffins to get save the princess. Let's do something in the same universe of Zelda, but not the same story, if that makes sense. Yeah, like I, I definitely don't see them trying to tie this in directly with the games because there's just way too much sure. lore to try and juggle there. I, I see yeah. this being its own separate universe or timeline or whatever you want to call it. And, mm -hmm. you know, maybe it'll have its own origin story. Maybe it'll borrow from, you know, the games. I don't know. But, um, you know, I'm excited. The Super Mario Brothers movie was, was good fun. Um, so hopefully, you know, hopefully Zelda will be the same. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping so, and I hope that it spawns, like, you know, 
couple of sequels type of thing. I, I would love to see just Nintendo movies dominating Hollywood, you know, like that's just cool, you know, like we've already kind of seen it with video games dominating some of the uh, the TV landscape with Last of Us and, you know, Uncharted at the movie theaters. Like, let's get Nintendo in the game for sure. So, um, all right. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was say, speaking of Nintendo movies, um, I have to check the link just to make sure that this is still available, but... Um, there is a 4K uh, deluxe edition uh, Blu-ray release of the original 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie coming out. Um, it's probably going to be a limited release, but uh, it's basically being uh, produced or sp or or whatever uh, by the. The Twitter, the the Super Mario Brothers movie website and Twitter, um, it's being released in. Uh, it's being released by Umbrella Home Entertainment, which uh, looks like is uh, out of Australia. At least uh, when I pre-ordered mine, it said it was shipping from Australia, but uh, there are multiple versions of it. Uh, but the the big the big fancy collector's edition is uh comes with three discs uh one uhd uh disc two blu-rays uh comes with books uh, an original film cell uh posters stickers um the there's supposed to be all sorts of deleted scenes and special features and and uh i think there's going to be a commentary track and like this is like they're really giving this the treatment of an actual good movie <laughs> but yeah, uh totally you know if you're if if you're into the the original super mario brothers movie is as either a cult classic or um a good drinking game i don't know um you, know, you might want to get on that <laughs> sure. again that's uh um it, it's shop dot umbrella ent dot com dot au um and that's where you find it and then uh you know, you can pre-order it from there. But like I said, there are multiple nice. versions of it. You can get the big fancy collector's edition, or if you just want, you know, uh, the standard single or two disc edition for, you know, like 30 bucks or whatever, that's available too. But um, right. that's that's got me excited. Uh, looks like they are still available. Uh, so if, you, if you're interested in, in that, definitely get on it. Yeah, for sure. I've uh, I still I don't know if I should air this, but I think I still have the file that you sent me of like the I think it's like an HD version of it or something like that. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah. The, it was released on Blu-ray apparently in Europe, uh, but mm -hmm. never came out here. And I guess that's why the movie's coming out in Australia because. Uh, so I spoke a little bit with the uh, the people or one of the people who who is working on this the the smbmovie.com and I I said this is you know th this is an official uh, release obviously this isn't a bootleg or anything like that uh, but I guess Buena Vista it, uh, distribution is not involved now. For those of you who don't know, Buena Vista is the distribution company of Disney. 
Um, and right. they handle, you know, releasing not only Disney movies, but anything made by Disney subsidiaries. Well, in the Super Mario Brothers movie was actually produced by Hollywood Pictures, which is a Disney subsidiary. So in the United States, at least, Disney holds some degree of rights to the movie. But I believe outside of the United States, it had different distributors. So that's probably why it's coming out in Australia instead of, you know, the U.S. And why it right. probably was released on Blu-ray in Europe, but not the U.S. Because whoever has the rights to it doesn't have to fight with Disney to get it out. Um, Licensing is dub. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's, weird. It's, it's insane. Uh, fortunately, we live in a mostly region-free uh, world nowadays. So, you know, right. if something comes out on some part of the world, chances are you'll be able to watch it on yours. And if you can't yeah. get it officially, you can always download it and convert it or whatever. But uh, Lord, do you remember the hacking your device to allow like a region free Nintendo 64 cartridge or something you like would put like a game sharp looking thing underneath and then the the so, Nintendo 64 cartridge from Japan on top to allow it was a wild wild world back then so i yeah i never did any of that actually when i finally got around to uh playing uh japanese games on my N64 or any of my my systems i actually had a japanese N64 and uh, I had uh, Brandon, our occasional guest guest host there, 3D printed me a... Uh, so the way the, the lockout, the region lock works in the N64 is the cartridges are shaped differently. And mm -hmm. so the cartridge bed or slot or whatever has like notches cut out of it for either... Uh, you know, North American or European or 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 Japanese um, cartridges. So he just three printed three D printed me a universal cartridge slot. Took it apart, swapped it out, put it back together, and now I can play anything on it. So, right, yeah, that's the way to do it. I think the way that they used to be back in the day was like through a basically a game shark. I think that's how I used to do it. Was like put Probably. a game put a game shark in between the Yeah, cuz there're no um, tabs on the, the game shark. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh okay, let's talk about the games we've been playing I think at this point because I know I've got a lot to talk about at least Mario related. <laughs> I know that you've got a lot to talk about as well. So, um yeah, I'll go, actually go ahead and talk it over to you talk it over i'll go ahead and toss it over to you first um what have you been playing this week um well before i get into that i'm actually going through some of the other movies that that umbrella entertainment releases and it's a it is an interesting mix uh they apparently are releasing the official uh blu-ray of winnie the pooh blood and honey <coughs> oh <laughs> google that if you don't know what it is but anyway i uh, don't yeah, so I have not uh, done a whole lot of gaming in the past week. I've played a little bit of Mario Wonder, um, a lot of Picross. <laughs> Picross is, is kind of my TV game. I did, uh, just last night, I finished Paper Mario, uh, the original N64 game. Um, I'm still working my way through Shadow Man. Um, so I think I mentioned this last time, but it 
the ending the end of it is not as as straightforward as I thought it was going to be. Um, I assumed that you know once I got access to all of the bosses, I can just go you know kind of one right after another and and knock them all out. But what ends up happening is after you defeat one boss, you unlock some sort of ability or whatever that allows you to go back to other areas of other you know sections of the world and collect more dark souls and more weapons and other things so mm -hmm. even though i've done everything i could possibly do before facing the bosses every time i defeat a boss i have to go back to another um section of the world and and you know collect more things so sure. the ending of it is is dragging on a little longer than i expected still a great game and between the uh is the quality it sounds kind of sorry it sounds kind of like the last part of wind waker where it kind of like is just extending the game just to extend the game is that kind of what it feels like not really it's kind of all right so the way it works is um you need an object that works basically as a key in order to um, go to the level to fight the boss. Now, you can't actually fight any of the bosses until you get about, oh, I want to say two-thirds or three-quarters of the way through the game and get the proper item to bring darkness to the world so you can use your powers. But once you reach that point, you could fight any or, or, or whatever of the bosses. So it's kind of Breath of the Wildish in that you can just kind of fight the bosses whenever, no matter how much stuff you have as long as you have that right that as long as you have at least one key you can get into the world and 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 whatever so um i think i'm playing i don't want to say i'm playing the game wrong uh but <laughs> sure. my way i kind of banjo kazooied it you know i go into a world collect everything i can possibly collect move on to the next one collect everything i can possibly collect move on to the next one and backtrack when, you know, I have a new ability that can let me collect more in the old world. And then just kind of 100% my way through it. Um, but it's not really designed that way. So even if you 100% your way up to a certain point, once you fight a boss, it's like, hey, there's all this other stuff here that you couldn't do before. So it's a little more Metrovania, Metroidvania in that... You know, like you, you defeat a boss and now you can go explore more things, which, again, sure. I didn't realize going into it. So I probably still have another uh, probably another 10 hours of gameplay left. So um, it's a little on the back burner right now, but I'm still determined to finish it because between the quality of life improvements and the, you know, the save states and the the better controls um better graphics and and performance and uh you know just the the convenience of it everything about this version of the game has made it so easy for me to get as far as i have so right you know right. it's it's i'm definitely going to beat it this time uh you're further than you yeah. it sounds like you've ever been so yeah, yeah and 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 at this point i've kind of reached you know how like every Zelda or Metroidvania or whatever, you reach a certain point where you're pretty much indestructible. Like you can just walk into a room and, and tear ass through all the 
enemies right. and, and and just kind right. of like, I've reached that point where like I've got right. the maximum amount of health. My uh, my weapon has almost the maximum amount of power. Um, I've got the maximum amount of ammo for all of my weapons. So like nothing can really defeat me anymore. So it's kind mm -hmm. of um, comforting, I want to say. Uh, whereas, you know, the game can be really tough in the beginning and middle, you know, it's a lot like Zelda, where once you reach that certain point where you have now scaled beyond the enemies, you know, you can just go in and, and clean out a room in a couple of minutes and, and, you know, be like, all right, moving on to the next one. Um, right. but again, I haven't played a whole lot of that in the past week or so. Oddly enough, what I've played the most of has been city skylines um that's different yeah well like the company either released or revealed the sequel um i'm not sure which because you know i haven't bought it but uh it made me want to play it some more and uh you know, at one point I was kind of like at stuck, like I didn't know what to do next, but, you know, I booted it up and playing around with it and my city is growing and things are getting better. And so I'm kind of hooked on that. And it is the perfect game to play handheld while watching TV because you don't have to listen to anything. You don't have to read anything. You're just basically, you know, pointing and clicking around. So um, that's been occupying a lot of time. Right. Uh, I do want to mention uh, one more game uh, that's that's new. Um, I've uh, I picked up the uh, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed Ecto Edition, which is the Switch version of the game that came out on uh, Xbox and PlayStation and probably PC uh, last mm -hmm. year. Um, and I've played a little bit of it. It's it is. A lot of fun. It's also pretty tough to get a handle on. Like the mechanics of uh, catching the ghost are really tricky. So it's a mm -hmm. uh, what do they call it? An asymmetric multiplayer. So you have four players who are Ghostbusters, and then you have one player who's the ghost. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. ghost, and there's only one ghost. So the ghost's job is to haunt as many civilians in the area as possible until you get, you know, that 100% haunting uh, while avoiding getting caught by the Ghostbusters. And, like, first time, first and only time I played as the ghost, I had no idea what I was doing. I was caught in, in, in minutes. Um, then I did the training mission and learned, oh, there's all these things that I could do that I didn't know I could do. Um, sure. And, and other things. So, and then as the Ghostbusters, um, of course, there's, you've got the, 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 the Neutrino Wand, whatever they're called, to, to weaken the ghost and you can capture mm -hmm. it. But if you've played Ghostbusters, the video game, it's not like that. Like, it's a sure. little bit like that, but that game was very much, you know, one versus a hundred because, you know, you're, it's a single-player game versus basically yeah. hordes. Yeah. This, you have one ghost, you've got four Ghostbusters going after it, and it gets really frustrating because it's so difficult to actually 
catch and capture the ghost. And then, of course, there are uh, dimensional rifts that as long sure. as a dimensional rift still exists in the world, that ghost can respawn. So you have to not only catch the ghost, you have to destroy all the rifts and you have to walk around the areas and talk to the people because um, the, the longer things go on and the more interaction they have with the ghost, the more scared they get. And if they all get scared, then you lose the game as the Ghostbusters. So you have to stop uh -huh. and you have to talk to them. And there's like a little like wheel that goes around and you have to hit the button at just the exact spot to improve their mood and there's like a space right. where you can improve it a little and then there's a l tiny notch at the end where you can improve it a lot so you, you know it's kind of that risk reward sort of thing it is it is a fascinating game it's again it's difficult to get the hang of because there's so many mechanics but it was pretty easy to just kind of pick up and play and have fun um I mostly have played it with uh, Brandon Schnazzy One. Uh, he mm -hmm. picked up the game as well, and we happened to be playing it uh, the same night over the weekend, and so we played a good few hours. He's what system are you guys playing on? Are you guys both Switch? Both, both on Switch. Um, I okay. have it on the Xbox, but I've never booted it up, and unfortunately, you can't. Um, you can cross-play. So if somebody's playing on Xbox, PlayStation. I can play with them on the Switch, but you can't... It's not like Rocket League where you can, like, transfer your uh, character over. Yeah, you so, basically have to start fresh with a new... Yeah, so at this yeah. point, since I'm already playing it on the Switch, I may as well keep playing it on the Switch. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's a good time. I can definitely see myself putting, putting some time in it. And, you know, it's... It's the type of multiplayer game where you don't really have to, um, like, you're working as a team, but you don't have to communicate. Like, you can communicate by, like, you click in the, the right stick and it will put a marker on everybody's screen to let them know, hey, come over to this spot. Um, and then you can right. do, like, you know, of course gestures and stuff like that to to emote yeah. to to other players but you don't have to voice chat so it's wonderful like you can have this experience and and not have to talk to or listen to people um so of course brandon and i were we're just chatting through discord and and you know the two of us and two other players from who the heck knows and uh -huh. you know but it's only 20 bucks um which you know, is surprising. Uh, I, definitely good to get. Definitely good production value. Um, there are some glitches and some performance issues on the Switch, but for the most part, it's pretty smooth. Uh, so sure. I, I definitely recommend if you're looking for something like that, and especially if you're like me and a huge Ghostbusters fan. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's. Uh. I, I had my eye on that one, but I don't know that I wanted to get it on the Switch just because I. I heard there were some performance issues on that on that one, and I think the Xbox one is like always on. I. I think I saw it on sale just the other day too for like a, on like a Halloween sale. So like I don't know. I. I might I might just get it there. But it looks interesting enough, you know. So I. I might give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Uh. You know, if I had known that I couldn't you know, move my thing from one to another, I probably wouldn't have gotten it on the Switch. Uh, but, like, I don't find, like, it, 
I haven't played it on the Xbox. I'm sure that the Switch version does not play as smoothly. But honestly, except for like one or two glitches that that I haven't actually run into, but like Brandon and, and a couple of other people have had, um, like it's it's pretty it's a pretty smooth experience. Right. Yeah. Well, that's uh, it's at least it's uh, something different. I feel like the Ghostbusters franchise has a lot of uh, potential, especially in the video games sphere. You know, like it's it's like it's just made for video games. Yeah, it's really something that that like why didn't they do this sooner? Like I know there was like an yeah. online multiplayer component to Ghostbusters the video game when it originally came out on uh, 360 and PS3. That didn't get carried over to the remastered version, which disappointed me because I never got a chance to play it. But yeah, it really does seem like it's the the perfect type of game. Um, I remember, uh, I, I don't know whether it was a, a commentary track or, or a documentary or, or whatever on one of the, the Blu-ray, DVD, whatever, special edition releases. But they were talking about how Ghostbusters was the perfect playground game you know when we like when we were kids because mm -hmm. it was always you know all the kids playing together fighting an imaginary you know bad guy you know so they they worked as a team and they weren't fighting against each other um and so this is kind of the same thing like you're not competing against somebody else you're just working together to catch this ghost now the ghost is controlled by another person um and as far as i can tell if you're in a party you never get to be the ghost uh right so it only comes up if you're playing alone online but uh yeah so so most of your gameplay experience is going to be you and and a few other people all working together to accomplish this goal and you know, it's not quite so competitive as like maybe the uh, Call of Duty or or Halo deathmatch sort of thing. Yeah, not as uh, edge of your seat. You know, if you like don't win, yeah, whatever type of thing. You know, yeah, it's not that like, big of a deal. Yeah, it's 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 fun anyway. Like, it's you know, busting makes me feel good. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, <what> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, cool. What else have you been playing? Is that kind of it for your uh, uh, end of things? Uh, I've been, uh, like I said, I've played a little bit of Mario Wonder um, uh, in in fits and starts. Uh, I've been playing quite a bit more of Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Um, I'd set that down for a few months and, and kind of had a hankering to pick it up again. Still a fantastic game. Probably the best kirby game since uh i'm gonna say kirby's adventure on the nes honestly because so many of the kirby games have either focused on multiplayer or being really easy and child friendly um and right uh or being weird and offbeat like the like the canvas curse games and all that uh this is the first kirby game i want to say since the nes version or the game boy advance remake where th there's a definite challenge it's definitely designed around a single player 
you know, going through the levels. The levels are, are nice and lengthy. Uh, right. I, I haven't died too many times through my gameplay, but there have been many times where my health bar has been, like, in the red, and I'm desperately trying to find some food to stay alive. So, um, to have that much of a challenge in a Kirby game is is welcome. Um, ironically, sure. Uh, I found out recently that Super Mario RPG for the Switch is going to have an easy mode, and I'm like, hooray! I can play it on easy. Yeah, kind of excited about that. Because yeah. uh, you know, I, I've already played through the game a couple of times. I don't want to have to grind. I want to enjoy the story. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I that's kind of where I was at. I hearing that it has an easy. I was already gonna get it, but hearing that it has an easy mode like just makes me more excited about it because I was a little bit bummed that I was gonna have to play through the same story, like the same exact thing. But um, now I don't have to worry so much about the grind of it, you know. So I'm I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. So the last um, time I played. Super Mario RPG was on uh, emulators, and I used you know a lot of Game mm -hmm. Shark codes to to kind of blow through it. Um, and I got all the way to the very end, and I don't know why, but I couldn't get past a certain platforming section. I don't know whether I was doing it wrong or was getting lost or whatever. And I, as usual, put it down and never picked it up again. So I'm thinking like, here's this game that I just played a few years ago. I don't want to have to put 30 hours into it again and lo and behold i won't have to <laughs> right yeah exactly <clears throat> i uh it, as long as you're done talking about the games that you've been playing that kind yep. of <clears throat> segues into what i've been playing because i'm finding that um super mario wonder kind of has an easy mode and i'm so taking advantage of it like every I, that's like just how i play so if you haven't played Mario Wonder yet, there are these things called badges that you can attach to, I guess not necessarily your Mario or whoever you're playing, but to the little caterpillar guy, the prince, I can't remember his name. Um, and that gives you special abilities. There's a bunch of them. There's, I'm not going to like name them all off because that's actually kind of the, the fun of the game is finding the new ones. But um, one of the items that you get is basically an easy mode kind of I'm finding because what it does is it adds um, blocks throughout the area um, that weren't there before so like where there would be like a pit that would over like a hard jump there'll just be a bunch of blocks under there so like you can just like you know so kind of like again. the old uh, uh, like exclamation point switches from Super Mario they are exclamation they're yeah. exactly exclamation point that's exactly what they are actually and they even um, add there's like coins in them and some of them actually have items so like you would get like a mushroom um, where you wouldn't have a mushroom before over a hard part of the level I, I, I'm actually finding it really nice um, I'll try a level a couple of times, like a four-star, five-star level or whatever the hard ones are. And if I find that I'm um, like just banging my head against the wall, I'll go in and I'll change my badge to the exclamation point, And I'll find that it's a little bit easier. Um, don't get me wrong. Even the, the five-star courses are still hard with those. You still have to like perform. But, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of a reprise here and there. So I'm really appreciating that. It's making it so that I'm actually going to be able to see this entire game all the way through. Um, I, I And talking about Mario Wonder, it's 
fantastic game. It's probably the best 2D Mario game that I've played in, gosh, probably since new, I guess. Because new, when it first came out, was pretty yeah. revolutionary, I want to say. Like, I, I really enjoyed that. On the DS, because that was when it was the, yeah. the like, that the was freshest, when it was actually new. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then they just put the new moniker on everything. But um, yeah, no, I am so enjoying this game. There's just so much. And I, I love that there are just like one-offs. Like there's some um, ideas or some mechanics that I'm only seeing in like one level, you know? And I'm finding that that's keeping it fresh. I, I'm not finding the same enemies over and over. I'm not finding the same, like, you know, mechanics over and over. Oh, no, it, it's it's always something new. So really, really, really appreciating this game. It's not the, uh, the same kind of experience as I was getting with, like, a, you know, tears to the kingdom but that's not what i want either you know like i I, it's great to pick up in like fits and starts kind of like you said you know like five minutes here ten minutes there it's great yeah that's and and that's you know what's great and and now that you know you know it saves after every level so you don't have to play for an hour before you can shut it Mm -hmm. off and all that like it's 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 definitely the best i agree it's definitely the best 2d mario game since probably the original new super mario brothers i would mm-hmm. argue maybe new uh, super mario brothers wii but again that was so mm-hmm. focused on multiplayer that um i don't know if i how well i can speak to the single player game of it sure sure i i forgot that the the wii one did introduce the multiplayer and that was pretty revolutionary too so i i guess you got to give it credit there for sure and speaking of the multiplayer in this it is it's just absolutely fantastic like it is it's like if you told Nintendo, hey, this is what like Dark Souls and like, you know, like Elden Ring, this is like what like they're doing. You do something that's kind of similar to that, but make it your entire, make it your own. They totally have. It's it's just incredible how I find myself actually trying to finish the level, not just for myself, but finishing it with people because I find that like, oh, I, sh- I just died on this thing, but this like peach went out of her way to come and save me. So I'm going to just stick around with her because I know that there's going to be a tough um, jump around the corner that I might have to save her for, you know? It, it, it And the game rewards you for that by getting hearts. It rewards you for that by making it to the end of the level with more people because you get hearts for all the people that you um, make it to the end of the level with. Um, It is uh, a really, really, really good multiplayer experience without having, without like forcing multiplayer down your throat because you don't really have to do anything multiplayer, but it's, it's there to basically be helpful. And I, and I do appreciate that. I really, really do. Yeah, I mean, I've liked the multiplayer aspect of it, but I didn't even know it was that that deep. Like, I liked the yeah. the fact that you can see these, you know, shadows of people and, you know, you can, you know, rescue them or they can rescue you and all that. I didn't realize that you, there were bonuses for, like, finishing levels with them or anything like that. Uh, so that's yeah really neat. Um, I always have it yeah, turned yeah. on because, like I said, it's, it's just kind of fun to have something else going on with you yeah there was this uh 
really hard level. It was like a, I'm pretty sure it was a, one of the four or five star ones. And um, you find that in the little five, 10, 15 minutes that you're playing the level, you build like a little community with the people that you're playing with, even like a little language of um, how to play the level. So there, for example, there was this uh, really hard jump uh, where you had to, uh, it's really hard to talk about this game without getting kind of spoilery, I guess, but there was a, a wonder flower level segment, let's just say. And, um, it was, it was really hard. So we, you find this grouping of people. There was like literally like five, six people all grouped up in this one spot, kind of waiting for everybody to show up. And then when people, everybody was ready, you, they were smashing the, uh, I guess it's the X button or whatever the, like the emote button is. And then that would signal that, okay, it's time to go to this part and everybody would start jump, 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 jumping. And inevitably a couple of people would die. But since everybody was kind of jumping together, we were like, you know, smashing into the ghost immediately that would <laughs> die and just kind of finishing the level together. You know, like it was, it was pretty cool to see without any voice chat, without anything, just like pure Mario mechanics, building like a little bit of a communication between people. It, it was cool. It was, it's, it's cool to see. That's kind of why I wanted to get this game like kind of, you know, pretty close to launch because I feel like that aspect of the game, you know, five years from now isn't going to really be the same. You know, I, I feel like that, this is a really special moment in time. I said, we say that, but people are still playing Mario Kart 8 10 years later, so... Yeah, I guess that's true. I, 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 that's true. Yeah, that's true. It, it's cool. It's cool, though, to see everybody playing at the same time, and I, I, I just love it. It's fun. It's uh, Kudos to Nintendo for these online aspects. And I haven't even played any of the other stuff. Like, I haven't played with you or any of the guys, like, any of, like, the racing stuff or, like, you know, like, there's just a lot more to it, so... Very, very, very good game. 10 out of 10, Nintendo. Well done. Um, what else have I been playing? Um, <laughs> kind of just that, really. I, I, I've been working on uh, my... Okay. So I made the mistake of updating my hacked Switch to the newest firmware, which I think is like 15 or 16 or whatever the latest one is. So I've been futzing with it, trying to get it back so that I can, uh, you know, do all my hack stuff on the new Switch. Finally got Atmosphere booted back into it, so I'm, like, installing all my stuff. But, man, that was a mistake, updating my hack Switch. I, I didn't even mean to, but um, I did. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's really the video gaming that I've been doing is actually fixing things on my Switch, so... Yeah. Um, other than that, Pokemon Go had an event this weekend, and that was actually really cool. There was a uh, the Mudkip um, event, and I didn't even know Mudkip had another form, but uh, it's a uh, there's a water one and like a ground version of it, and they both launched on a Pokemon Go a community day, and it was fun. There was a just a lot of people out. It was a nice weekend, so there's a lot of people walking around. So that's always fun to see. Uh, a lot of trading happening because you know just people walking around and talking about Pokemon and stuff. So yeah, it was it was cool to see that happening again before it gets uh, too bitter and cold to <laughs> even want to leave your bedroom. It's already like that here. 
Oh, we've had a couple of nice days here in New Mexico. I know that it's going to get cold again soon. So we've been, yeah, soaking in the sun while we have it. But yeah, that's really all I've been playing um, lately and I think that's kind of it for the show tonight so maybe ending a little bit early but you know that's kind of how things go I think next week we're going to maybe try and have a we had the most to talk about uh, today yeah it's kind of funny that you know we're 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 ending a little early Right. Uh, next week, we may have a uh, guest. Um, Brandon was potentially going to be on here tonight, but he uh, fell ill. So um, we may uh, have him on next week to talk a little bit Ghostbusters. Who knows? But until then, um, thank you, Justin, for joining me as always. Thank you, listeners, for listening to the show. Uh, go vote and see you next week. Bye bye. See you real soon.